Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello, welcome to today's Beacon. As we are at the start of a new year, many of us will have to take new roads and abandon others. Maybe start a new job or move house, city or even country. When faced with big or small decisions, we like to discuss them with trusted friends or family members. Ask for their opinion and thoughts. As Christians, we also consider what the Lord thinks and what he wants for us and with us. We bring our prayers to him and we ask which way to go. What should we do? Some are better at praying than others. Some people around us, in our churches or families, seem to just be getting on with stuff. It looks from the outside that they know exactly what to do. They do not hesitate in their activities. Others, on the other hand, take their time in considering and deliberating their next step or activity. They weigh the evidence to see if the task in front of them is for someone like them, who, for example, is great at marketing or is the top lawyer or even the next worship leader of the year or someone that is the best at Bible study and so on. Someone that was part of the first category of people I mentioned, the busy ones, the doers, was King Saul. Before we read about him, let me tell you that what I'm sharing with you today comes from something that spoke to me when I was listening to what Priscilla Shire shared in one of her talks at a ladies' conference. Let's read from 1 Samuel chapter 9. There was a Benjamite, a man of standing whose name was Kish, son of Abiel. Kish had a son named Saul, as handsome a young man as could be found anywhere in Israel and he was a head taller than anyone else. Now the donkeys belonging to Saul's father, Kish, were lost. And Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you and go look for the donkeys. So he passed through the hill country of Ephraim and through the area around Shalisha, but they did not find them. They went on into the district of Shalim, but the donkeys were not there. Then he passed through the territory of Benjamin, but they did not find them. When they reached the district of Zephor, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Let's go back, or my father will, be, will stop thinking about the donkeys and start worrying about us. But the servant replied, Look, in this town there is a man of God. He is highly respected and everything he says come true. Let's go there now. Perhaps he will tell us what way to take. Saul, Saul said to his servant, If we go, what can we give the man? The food in our sack is gone. We have no gift to take to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered him again. 
Look, he said, I have a quarter of a shekel of silver. I will give it to the man of God so that he will tell us what way to take. Formerly in Israel, if someone went to inquire of God, they would say, come, let's go to see to the seer. Because the prophet of today used to be called a seer. Good, Saul said to his servant, come, let's go. So they went out for the town where the man of God was. Now the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed this to Samuel. About this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him ruler over my people Israel. He will deliver them from the hand of the Philistines. I have looked on my people, for their cry has reached me. When Saul caught sight of Samuel's when Samuel caught sight of Saul, the Lord said to him, This is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. Saul approached Samuel in the gateway and asked, Would you please tell me where the seer's house is? I am the seer, Samuel said. Go up ahead of me to the high place, for today you are to eat with me. And in the morning I will send you on your way and will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them. They have been found. The next chapter, verse 1, says this. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it over Saul's head and kissed him, saying, has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? We see in this chapter that Saul was getting on with mundane stuff. He obeyed his father when told to go look for the donkeys. He did not he did what was asked of him without trying to convince his father that he was much too busy with other more important tasks. He did not protest about the company of a servant for, for the road. Even though he was taller and better looking than everyone else around him, he did not see himself better than those around him. He got on with the task at hand. I imagine being on the road looking for a herd of donkeys for a number of days was not a particularly glamorous or even comfortable task. The Lord has a road prepared for all of us and some of the things he wants us to do have the task of building character in us at the cost of ego and pride. God gives us the custody of worldly things in the course of our lives to help us understand the difference between materialism and what he holds as treasure. Luke 16 verse 10 and 11 says this, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in holding worldly wealth, 
who will entrust you with true riches? Saul was ready to serve his father in humble jobs, and God saw this and therefore entrusted to him, entrusted him with the crown over his people. Let me just say this. First came the donkeys, not the crown. The obedience in the small and less significant tasks has to be first. What have we been entrusted with this week, this month, this year? What is your job? Are you doing it to the best of your ability, wholeheartedly and without complaint? I'm asking myself this question and you can do the same. Has the Lord entrusted you with, with a family to look after? Is it up to you to feed them? Maybe this life is not what you planned or expected. The job you are doing is not something you are passionate about, but it pays the bills. Sometimes God will speak to you directly and show you exactly what you need to do. Other times the Lord will take you on a journey where he will just show you the next step and nothing else. He then leaves it up to you if you take that step or not. That next step might be as simple as getting dinner ready or doing the washing up. Now you don't need to pray about whether to do the washing up but you need to serve with willing heart. Maybe God is calling you to, to do more in the church. Maybe God is calling you to, to the missionary field, or maybe just to change the way you relate to other people. In any case, God will not ask you to take the next step until you have been faithful in the previous task. If you feel that you have failed in the previous task, don't worry. God will forgive you and give you another chance if you seek him. Ask him for strength to complete the task and he will give it to you. As we start the new year, make it your goal to seek God and to complete all those unfinished tasks that God has already given you so that you will be ready and able to start the next task that God has for you. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.